Welcome to the Lighthouse Financial Advisors Money Over 50 podcast with Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Lighthouse Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Today's podcast is how to add half a million dollars to your super balance, even in times like this. Michael, once again, you've done the calculations on this? Well, I did the calculations. You came up with the title. Um, <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm glad you gave me a bit of credit for that. I thought it was a pretty good one. I wanted to call this uh, something like uh, how having a plan is yeah. very important during times like this. And he said, yeah. it's not catchy enough. Right. You've got no sense uh, of show business. No <laughs> sense of show business at all. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's funny because it, it does sound a bit, a bit showy, a bit salesy, but I guess this is where, this is what we, what we say to people. If someone asks, you know, the, the thing I talk about, if, if you're in an elevator and someone asks, what do you do? This is what we, this is what we say we do. We add half a million dollars to people's retirement savings over the last 10 years of their working life. Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you've you've absolutely. done the calculations, but it's it's something these these are sorts of numbers that we obviously both know like the back of our hand. Yeah. Look, at what 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 we wanted to talk to the audience today about is is not only how um, this can work, um, but also how it is really important to have a plan in place when markets are volatile. Yeah. Um, yeah. Episode fifty one that we've just uh, released. Uh, why moving your super into cash right now could cost you a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, um, yeah we talk about we talk about when you don't have a plan in place yeah. and you don't have a an, a goal in mind or yeah. an objective. Yeah, um, which is a dollar specific, time specific amount. So it's yeah. you know we want to retire at age sixty five with X amount of dollars yeah. in our superannuation fund. The absence of that means yeah. that when um, markets drop away and you see your balance fund with Sun Super or Q Super drop from half a million dollars to $375,000. The absence yeah. of having that strategy or plan in place yeah. um, uh, uh, means that you probably will panic and move yeah. that into cash at that point in time because you would think, yeah. this is lunacy. Yeah. Why am I watching yeah. this yeah. continue yeah. to drop? Well, and it's interesting because it, it may not even feel like panic, if that makes sense. It just may be that you don't mm. know the impact of that decision. You, you don't understand why you have your superannuation invested the way you do. You don't understand mm. what, the, what the true cost is of, of making that decision. So it, it's kind of easy to either panic and do it or just to do it sort of out of, oh, well, what's, I, don't, I don't really want to do that. I'll just flick that across and it, it'll all work out and it'll all, it'll all come out in the end. Mm. Yep, that's right. So, so the, this is a, a bit of a case study that you've, that you've done up, which... This is literally the, the, this is literally the template that we have um, when we do our calculations. That we, our, our sort of starting point because this is what it tends to look like for the average person coming in to to see us for the first time. So, did you want to just run through what the what the inputs are there, Michael? Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's different for everyone, of course, but what we tend to see is a high correlation of people coming to see us uh, at age fifty five for the first time. Yeah. Um, what they have as a couple is circa half a million dollars in superannuation between both of them. 
Yeah. Um, we know that their average income tends to be uh, about $75,000 each or $150,000 combined. And that might be one earning you know, $90,000 yep. and the other one earning $60,000 or both earning $75,000. Yep. Um, we know that they're typically in a balanced fund. Yep. And, and um, of that half a million dollars of cash, uh, sorry, of that half a million dollars of balance that they have yep. together in their superannuation, um, yep. about $150,000 of that is what we'd refer to as lazy money inside there. So it's yep. not really pulling its weight too much for them. So yep. it's in, in a cash or fixed interest yep. environment. And at today's interest rates, um, yep. certainly the return is really, really low on that, yep. lower than what they require. Uh, and we know that they have about 10 years of, yeah. of uh, yeah. working life uh, yeah. ahead of them. So we, we basically and, know and all those it, things as inputs. We, yeah. we, we tend to have a lot of other things in, in common. They're not really relevant to the financial projections. They all seem to like to have a drink. They all seem to like to travel. They all, they all like to have a good time. I don't know what it is, but that's the sort of people. That and, they, well, and they like to stay, they like to stay physically fit as well. So there's, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're um, it's not that they're... Uh, yeah, I'd uh, say. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, uh, like to travel, like to stay physically fit. Um, yeah. They're interested in other things other than yeah. work. Um, yeah. You know, they will have outside interests. They like to yeah. have uh, a laugh, like to have a good time. Yeah, yeah it, enjoy, it, it tends enjoy to be... spending time with their family, uh, you know, grandkids on, on the scene, that kind of thing. Yeah, so yes. it, it is interesting that we often see this at... People come in and, and, and like we've said before, it could be a very daunting thing to, to come in and put your cards on the table for the first time. And it's sort of, I think a lot of people are sort of worried that they're not where they should be or that they're, um, that there's, you know, that they're not on track or that there's more they should have been doing or that they don't know enough or something like that. So I think it's probably a relief for, for most people when, when, they, when we sort of say this is, this is on average what we see. There's probably a lot of people listening going, oh, that sort of describes me and it's, it's, a, um, it's, it's a good starting position. Yeah, absolutely. So I was going to add before, um, yeah, when they come to see us at age 55, uh, most of those people are hoping it's not too late. Yeah. But probably deep down thinking that it may be. Um, yeah. So yeah. during that first meeting that we have with them, uh, they all leave relieved because um, we yeah. tell them it's not too late. And, yeah. and um and, and like uh, a wise old coach of yours said, uh, words to the effect, the best time to start, the best time to start years. was 10 years ago, but today, but we'll, today we'll have to do. <laughs> today we'll have to do. So, so yeah, there, you go, there you go, Spence. Another little, little shout out for you there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, so what we attempt to, so first of all, we look at the, 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 the base level of what they're going to end up with. So, yeah. So most people are actually surprised, pleasantly yeah. surprised that um, half a million dollars on its own accord with their employer putting yeah. a nine and a half percent in, uh, them not putting any money into it at this stage yeah. and at that at, at an assumed yeah. 6% rate of return each yeah. and every year on average, um, uh, that will grow to almost a million dollars over the last yeah. 10 years of the working life. So compounding does take effect over that period yeah. of time. Yeah. So and, they're and happy the, with that good news. There's, the, there's something magical about that figure as well. I think that, like we said, if for those people, if you said, right, by the time you're 65, you'll be you'll be very close to, if you've got a little bit of cash in, out in your own name, you'll be a millionaire. And for a lot of people, that's probably a big milestone and, and they kind of, 
it feels like a, a huge amount of money that they probably never thought they'd have. So it is it is a bit of a relief to, to go, well, that's kind of the ballpark of where you're going to be shooting towards. Yeah, look, it, it is a relief for people. Um, we we give them that benefit straight away and then we say, you're still going to be about a half a million dollars short yeah. from where you need <laughs> so, to be. So, we've, so. we've made this feel really good for about, <laughs> for about a minute and then we go, uh, it's probably not enough. You, gotta, you, gotta, you need a little bit more. Yeah, so, look, um, yeah, look, look, our... our Target is to add half a million dollars to to their um, retirement savings in the last ten years of their working life. Yeah, um, and and there's really there's a few inputs that go into that. Yeah. Um, sorry, so, sorry. Before you before you do that, I just think it might be worth explaining why why that figure. Like, I guess it's it's something that we like to have a bit of, as a bit of a round number to add, but. I think it's easy for people to go, well, I'll be on track for about a million dollars and that's probably enough. And so what we were just talking about before, so the average person who comes in and sees us, they, when they get to retirement, they do, they're normally fit and healthy and they want to travel and spend time with their family and do some things in, especially in those early years of retirement. What we tend to find is that a million dollars, it just isn't quite enough to fund the lifestyle that most people want in those early years of retirement. And that's kind of why, Obviously, we want to start with the goal in mind. The reason we, we need to add that half a million dollars is is not just so that we can puff our test out. It's, it's because that allows people to live the lifestyle they want. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, so, so in the control case, um, their half a million dollars grows to a million dollars without them doing anything yeah. at the rate of return of 6% on average per annum. Now, yeah. the issue with that is that they hit retirement with the million dollars yeah, and the day that they stop going to work um, yeah. means that their money has to get dressed and go to work for them. Yeah. So, so at a six percent rate of return on a million dollars, that's sixty thousand dollars of their money yeah. making money. Yeah. Um, look, we know that they'll probably take about eighty thousand uh, yeah. dollars in in the first year of their retirement. Yeah. Yeah. After uh, adjusted for inflation in in the next. After years. being adjusted for inflation, so. So they're on the back foot straight away. So it doesn't yeah. seem like a lot. Your money yeah. makes $60,000. You take $80,000. Yeah. Uh, you go backwards by $20,000. You start year two yeah. of your retirement yeah. with $980,000. Yeah. Um, now, your money makes a little bit less money um, because on an average rate of return of 6%, it's 6% yeah. on $980,000, yeah. not 6% on a million dollars. So it makes a little bit less. You take a little bit yeah. more. The cost of goods yeah. and services goes up. Yeah. Um, within a few years, what's happening is you're really they're really eating into their um, yeah. original million dollars, and yeah. you know once that once that gets to nine hundred thousand dollars, it's a really slippery slope from there because yeah. um, each and every year, six uh, percent on a declining uh, starting yeah. balance yeah. means that your money making money is less, and yeah. we only we know that the cost of goods and services go up over time, yeah. so you have to take a bit more each year. So yeah. your eighty thousand dollars becomes eighty two thousand dollars becomes eighty four thousand dollars becomes yeah eighty seven thousand dollars. So all of a sudden yeah. you're taking ninety thousand dollars and yep. your money making money is Balance. only fifty thousand um, dollars. Yeah. And you're really starting to it's to chew it's through that to chew through that. Well, so the, the example that I use all the time with this is most people have experienced the opposite of that compounding effect, which is when you're paying off your home loan. So you start paying exactly. off your home, we're paying yep. off any loan. 
you know, if you owe $300,000, it seems like forever to take the first $50,000 off. So because you're paying interest on a full 300,000, most of your money is just going, most of your repayments are going towards the interest and nothing's coming off the principal or next to nothing. And then it just seems like you're treading water for so long. And then as you start to get on top of that, that uh, principal base, you then less of your money is going towards interest. More of it's going off the principal repayments. You start to get the, you start to very quickly chew through that. And so what we're really trying to avoid here is the opposite of that, which is that in those early years, if you don't have enough, uh, if you don't have enough in retirement savings, and if it's not working hard enough for you, you start to chew into that capital base a little bit at a time. And once you've once you've sort of taken a hundred thousand or a couple hundred thousand dollars off the top, there, you, like you said, that really starts to ramp up, and and you chew through that much quicker. Absolutely, yeah. So it, it and it's it's a really good uh, example that you explain there because most people are familiar with that. With the with the repayment of a mortgage, and yep. certainly people that are that are listening to this who are around fifty five years of age would have would have paid off a mortgage or but paid off a mortgage. So they would have seen that in action. Yeah. So um, so yeah, an extra half a million dollars gives someone so many more choices. Um, yep. Number one is that uh, they're able to take their eighty thousand dollars a year. Uh, yep. Quite easily, and yep. and and actually reinvest some of the earnings. Yeah, and I'll get to that in a little minute when I when I walk through the example. So, yeah, um, so without running out of money, and, and there's a bit of fat there because we know that 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 from time to time our our um, our clients in retirement uh, have stuff that crops up that that yep. they haven't budgeted for, and yep. it means that they're eighty thousand dollars for that year because they needed the inside and the outside of the house painted. Um, yep. is a little bit more than uh, yep. than yep. <laughs> that I need to take. So yep. so so um so we for look for, for most couples that come to see us, um having one point five million dollars versus having a million dollars is yep. is um look it it, it it's just puts them in such more of a comfortable position with yep. uh, significantly more choices in retirement. Yep. And um and and it's yeah. something that they can it's something that they can achieve once you get the strategy started and on a roll. It's yeah. something that our, our clients um, comment that they do standing on their head. And yeah. and uh, step one of that strategy, I guess, of course, um, is first of all, we look at that six percent rate of return, and we say, gee, if we could just bump that up to eight uh, yeah. percent per annum, that would make a big difference. And yeah. And and what we have a discussion with people uh, is is that of the half a million dollars that they have in that balance fund that they're they're at, they have about like we said before, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars of that is, is is a bit lazy money. It's sitting in yep. cash yep. and fixed interest, not really pulling its own weight. Yeah. Um. You know, it doesn't grow at a fast rate. It doesn't also. It also doesn't yep. drop during a yep. market decline. But Dallas, yep. you made a comment before um, in one of our previous podcasts that. You still feel like you've been sold a pup if you yeah, run the right. yeah, yeah. Q Super Balance Fund or the Sun Super Balance Fund because yeah. you were yeah. thinking that. I mean, yeah. I'll throw to you there. You can, uh, you can explain that a little bit more, but but basically, yeah, if if you've got one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in in cash, but you've still got three hundred and fifty thousand dollars that's invested, and so hmm. in the event of a market downturn like what we've just seen your balance still drops dramatically, and so it doesn't make you. It doesn't. I don't think it makes people feel any better to go. 
oh, well, my balance has dropped by 25%, but if I'd been fully invested, it would it'd be down by 30%. Yeah, you're still just looking at it going, gee, that number is a lot lower than what it was three months ago. Yes. So I, I guess, and that's kind of what we're looking at here is for, for, for someone who's 10 years out from retirement, you really, it, it doesn't, the advantage of having that money in cash in as much as it not dropping in, in the event of a market decline, it doesn't help you if you're not going to be accessing that money for 10 years time anyway. So there's really yes. no advantage to not having that money working for you. Yes. And, and, and our modeling suggests that if we were to move that lazy money um, yep. all into higher growth assets, yep. Yep. Um, that that on average would add about 2% of yep. a higher rate of return to, yep. to um, someone's, I, 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 I really like the, I like the way that you, yeah. you instead of you know, most people would think of that bit of it as the, their safe money. Oh yeah, that hundred fifty thousand mm. is safe. So calling that lazy is probably a better way to break that down into how you should be thinking of it. It's not about yeah, safety; got, it's about laziness. It's not it's, working. It's about laziness, so I think. And, and I mean, you've you, your example hits the nail on the head. You have safe money in there. If you if you think of it as safe money. Yeah. Um, you're still not seeing that as safe because your half a million dollars is still dropped to three hundred and seventy-five thousand yeah. dollars. At the at the bottom of this latest market cycle, um, yeah. when yeah. the markets in Australia dropped away by thirty-six percent, yeah. uh, what that meant is that three hundred and fifty thousand dollars of your five hundred thousand dollars fell thirty-six percent. A hundred and fifty thousand dollars of your five hundred thousand dollars didn't fall at all. Yeah, um, but it also won't grow. In, in good times. So yep. you still saw a 25% overall fall to your $500,000. Now you're not thinking at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm glad I've got geez, that. I'm glad I've got that $150,000 of, of, of safe money in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because you still, you still, you're still living and feeling that volatility. And, yeah. and, and I guess one of the points of this particular podcast we're looking at now and a, and a, and a recurring theme over the last couple of weeks, while there has been market volatility, is that is that um, uh, if you have a strategy and a plan in place and you understand why things fall and that they come back yeah. and then they grow to new highs and, and why you're doing what this is yeah. all about, if you understand all yeah. of that, yeah. then you're far more likely to to hold yeah. your fortitude during these periods of time when there is market yeah. volatility. Yeah. But but increasing the rate of return, so without putting one extra cent into your superannuation. Increasing yeah. the rate of return from six percent to eight percent per annum on average, yeah. Yeah. that actually that actually gets you an extra one hundred and fifty seven thousand dollars of yeah. uh, retirement savings by the time yeah. that you retire. Yeah. So it's so quite it a, it's, yeah yeah a big jump considering, like you said, it, that's giving nothing up out of your own pocket. It's just working that working that lazy money a bit harder and gets you from from a million dollars to to one point one five million dollars. That's right. And I just point out here, look, I'm talking about our average clients here. So if you're listening to this and think I'll move all my money into, um, you know, I'll get out of this uh, lazy money balance fund and move it all into higher growth. Um, look, um, we're not giving anyone personalized advice in this podcast. <laughs> this, this is the, the, the legal mind coming out of your neck going, look, yep. <laughs> we're, we're just like we're just explaining how we break this down for our for our average yeah. clients. So so yeah. basically, how yeah. we break this down and say, okay, what we need to get yeah. is we need think, to get you. I think we have we do have a disclaimer that goes at the front of the podcast, isn't it? Isn't there some some lady who who says with a really nice voice about this is not personal financial advice? Yeah, she does. So yeah, we're yeah, yeah, we do, That's but we fair. have another we, we have another one now. <laughs> we have another one. <laughs> 
got, got a scary bloke saying, "Don't try this at home." So. <laughs> um, yeah, so 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 that will add one hundred and fifty-seven thousand dollars to yeah. uh, those clients' retirement savings just yeah. by just by moving that lazy money into um, pulling its own weight and yeah. and in the. Uh, of course, if the assumption is true, and we we believe it is most of the time, and it is true most of the time, um, that six percent will bump up to eight percent rate of return on average uh, yep. with us doing that. And we won't go into the specifics of the investment no. strategy, no. because but that it's... could be seen as personal advice. But <laughs> no. but but, but then just to yeah. say, we're just working that money harder, working yeah. that money well, harder. It's, it's I guess like we you know, the, the language that I often use is just it's just finding a lever to pull. We just go. That's mm. that's one of the levers that we can pull to, to make a change there, and and the specifics of how we do that, and whether that's appropriate for everyone or some people, and which others. Um, that's I guess like you say, it's a matter of, of, of actual personal advice and specialised advice for each individual. Yep. But but yeah, it, it's a great example of the sorts of things that you can that you can look at there. So so yep. that that extra rate of return gets you gets you a bit of the way there. How do you get the rest of the way there, Mike? So, so the next lever that we want to pull is we want to go through someone's budget. Well, you don't, you don't want to do this. Um, you just want to take the money, Dallas. But I just want to take the money. I just, <laughs> tell, them, them. I just tell this. I just work backwards and say, look, we've agreed that we've agreed that this is, you know, the lifestyle that you probably want to live in retirement. You want to travel. You want to do these fun things. You don't want to. You don't want to run out of money in retirement. You need one point five, one point six million dollars thereabouts. I need you to give me. I need you to I need you to put some money into your super fund each year, and this is the amount of money. And I don't really care what you have to cut to make that happen. So I work backwards from that. You'd actually don't mind yep. going through Bill's budget with them, but uh, yeah. I don't mind it because I can I can actually I, I can add up as we're striking a line through different things. Yeah, I can add up add that up in my head, and yep. um, look at also at risk of digressing here. It also allows me to see. Um, what they've said their budget is and what their budget actually is. Yeah. Well, well look, I, is... I love it. I love it when they say when they when when they finally admit that they're giving a thousand dollars a month to their working adult children. <laughs> I, I say, right, this is fantastic. So we've just yep. found a thousand dollars a month that yep. from this point yep. on can go into your yep. superannuation yep. fund. Yeah. Um, so yep. so it's, it begins because it, because what we're going to ask people for is $35,000 a year for the last 10 years they're working life to put into their superannuation fund um, yeah. in this case because $150,000 at 9.5% employer contribution yeah. means that they have um, uh, only um, yeah. just a little bit short of $15,000 going in from their employer's yeah. contributions. Yeah. So we need them to add in yeah. $35,000 to their yeah. superannuation. Yeah. And and like you said, Dallas, you just work 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 that backwards and yep. and basically divide if they get paid fortnightly yep. you divide thirty five thousand dollars by twenty six fortnights and ask them to yep. put in a combined amount of one thousand three hundred and forty five dollars between yep. them. Yep. Which shocks the hell out of people, of yep. course, when we're firstly sitting with them. What yep. we can tell you is that after they've put that plan in place, um, a couple of things. Number one, yep. they report back to us that they've done that standing on their head after yep. four uh, we meet with them after four uh, pay cycles. And yep. they say, geez, that was easy because all of our other expenses just fell into line. Yeah. Um, what we also tell them is, look, that's going to be tax deductible. And, yep. and uh, it's, a bit, know, it's a, bit a good cop, bit of good cop, bad cop, isn't it? We, we take away with one hand and then you go, well, here's the good news. Well, the good news is that 
you do that for 12 months and at yeah. your tax rate, and in this case, their tax rates are 34.5%, yeah. um, done correctly and claimed as a tax deduction, what they'll get back is $12,000 between them as, yeah. a, as an extra tax return. So, yeah. so um, what, what it's really done, is, we use it as a bit of a forced saving because most people yeah. are saving $12,000 yeah. a year for things like um, travel yeah. or holiday, um, you know, uh, yeah, various different things. Yeah. Yep. things around the house. So we say to people, hey, why don't just put the money in? We'll claim that as yep. a tax deduction at the end of the year. Yeah. And um, and that $12,000 will come back to you and you can use it for big ticket items like yep. uh, a holiday or, um, you know, like um, a new car. Yep. Yeah, you, yep. you might do, you might put yep. a couple of years together to get, to get a new car, of course. Um, yep. Yeah, various things like that. So, yeah. The true we've, cost we've, discussed, we've discussed this at, at a fair length in other podcasting about the difference between whether you you know, there are a million ways to skin this cat as to whether, you, how do you, how do you fund that? How do we find that money? There's all sorts of different, different options and things that we can look at. It's not just a matter of going, you need to come up with 35,000. As you say, there's different ways that we can look to fund that, but at the heart of it, that's what we're, what we're trying to do is work out the amount of money that needs to, to go into there and then get that in, in the most tax effective way. So that what it's really costing you is, is far less than the actual dollar amount that's going in. Yep. And uh, so, so yeah. If you you can think of this two ways, you can think of uh, it as costing you thirty five thousand dollars a year in this example, and you're getting back twelve thousand dollars of savings. Or you can think of uh, you can net that out, and you can say it cost me twenty three thousand dollars out of my own pocket. So, um, and here's the power of this: so thirty five thousand goes into your super fund, and the real cost to you is twenty three thousand dollars out of your own pocket. Yeah. Now, I mean, the thirty-five thousand does get taxed at fifteen percent going yeah. in to your super. However, um, that's still twenty-nine thousand seven hundred and fifty of after-tax yeah. dollars that that adds to your super fund. Yeah. And the cost to you is only being twenty-three thousand dollars per year. So that's free money. Yeah. Um, and that free money of six thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars a year. Yeah. Uh, once it's gone, it's gone. And if you yeah. and if you don't take advantage of it. Um, yep. then you, you lose it forever, effectively. Yep. So um, we would say the cost the cost to you here is $23,000 a year. Yep. And, and, and using those two inputs, so um, moving the lazy money in, and if you get yep. the extra return um, of 8% instead of 6% by, by working yep. lazy money a little bit harder, Yep. Then, if you give up twenty three, if this couple gives up twenty three thousand dollars a year of out of uh, or yep. uh, of after tax yep. um, uh, savings, then their superannuation, which was on track to grow from half a million dollars to a million dollars, yep. actually grows from half a million dollars to one point six million dollars. So they 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 it's actually six hundred thousand dollars ahead um, yep. uh, of where they were going to retire uh, yep. to. We say, we we say half a million dollars just to yep. leave a little bit of of yep. um, room to move. safety there, yeah, margin because of safety. But it will actually be, get them to one point six million dollars. Yeah, that's right, and that's that's I guess the the thing where it's those two things working as we've just seen. It's a matter of pulling all those levers in together, making making sure that that money is working as hard as possible, making sure that you are you are picking up all those tax savings, making sure that you are actually giving up enough out of your net income every fortnight or every month 
all those things working in together is, is what makes that happen. So it, if we just talk about the numbers straight off the bat and go, oh, we can, your super's on track to get a million and, we, and it, should, it should get to 1.6 instead, it sort of seems a bit magical. It seems you know, $600,000 or $500,000. It just seems a bit too easy. But if you break it down and go, it's just the combination of all these different changes over, over 10 years, what that compounds out to. Exactly. And, and point three of where we want people to end up is we want to end, we want them to end up with uh, almost all of their retirement savings inside their superannuation. Yeah. Cause we, cause we know with legislation um, yeah. uh, once they've retired, they're over the age of 60, which they are in this case, yeah. we can move that money into a tax free um, uh, sub balance. Let's call it of superannuation called an account based pension, which is effectively yeah. like having, a tax-free company or a tax-free trust, so you're 1.6 yep. million and yep. a rate of return. Now, yep. going back to that 8% rate of return, here's the importance of bumping up for these people, their return from yep. 6% to 8% as well. Yep. Yep. Um, they now have $1.6 million. That's earned them along the way an 8% rate of return. Yep. An 8% rate of return on $1.6 million is $128,000 a year. So before when I said... The day that you retire is the day that yeah. your money gets dressed and goes to work for you. Um, yeah. Um, the money is pulling its own weight because it's made $128,000 yeah. of, yeah. of. Now, you can look at that in two ways. We said that the average client of ours needs to take about $80,000. Yeah. And, and by the way, the $80,000 that can take is completely tax free because yeah. the, the, the way it's been set up in this yeah. case, uh, there's no tax to pay on that income. Mm-hmm. So if you take eighty thousand dollars and your money made one hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars, what you're reinvesting yeah. back into your fund is forty-eight thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Uh, you can think of this in two ways. You can think that you could take up to one hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars of income in that first year of your retirement and not go backwards, not grow, but yeah. not go backwards. Um, what we prefer to, to do with uh, our clients is to take less than what their return yeah. has been. Yeah. Um, so that they can reinvest the money back into their fund and grow yep. the fund, so they can take yep. more of an income the following year. So, look, it's yep. vastly different, isn't it, from the from the first? Yeah. Well, well, that's, I, was, I was just about to say that the, the thing about that is, once you get to that point in time, you can make that decision. If you've got one point six million, you can either take eighty thousand dollars a year index to inflation and never ever worry about running out of money, and know that your balance is going to continue to grow, and you can sleep on that, or you can make the choice to take a higher amount in those early years and take more and take less later. You can choose to chew it down a little bit in these first five years. There's, there's a heap of different things you can do, but you're in the box seat there where you've actually got choices that you can make as compared to having a million dollars. There's just no, there's no room to move there. There's no choices. There's no, there's no extra that can come out at all. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. There's plenty of things that you can do um, uh, different ways to put, you can put, you know, the extra, Six hundred thousand dollars in a in a separate yeah. uh, account. This, still this, this is your and, this is your this is your favourite one to do since you're such a <laughs> siloer of money. You like to have separate <laughs> accounts for separate things. Yeah, well, you can you can run that money down by taking extra yeah. and going on as many holidays as you can. Um, yeah. Over you know, you, some people would purposely take yeah. the extra six hundred thousand dollars that they've come away with and say, yeah. "Well, we're going to yeah. run that money. That six hundred with our original million, we're going to take." Um, yeah, seventy thousand dollars a year or eighty thousand dollars a year from that. Yeah, 
yeah. and uh, and 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 have that tread water with the six hundred thousand. We're going to run that down purposely. We're yeah. going to take extra yeah. money from that because we yeah. want to travel and we want to do this. Yeah. And we want to do that. So, look, yeah. you've got you've got plenty of choices in what you yeah. can do at that point in time. I guess yeah. that gives yeah. us the ballpark uh, of where the average our average client needs to be. Yeah. Um, in the last 10 years, they're working life at, at, at around that 1.5, 1.6 million dollar mark at yeah. that point in time. Yeah. So I guess when I look at the cost to people, there's a couple yeah. of costs here. Yeah. Uh, of course, the cost there's a there's a there's a dollar cost of twenty three thousand dollars per annum after tax. Yeah. So they're putting in thirty five thousand dollars in this example for their super. They're getting back twelve thousand uh, dollars as an extra tax return. Um, the net of that is about twenty three thousand dollars a year. So that's a cost to them. Yeah. Um, we don't think it's a great cost because like we find that that as people have been promoted, um, yeah. just just rubbish creeps into their budget and they're spending money yeah. on this and that and, and things and, they don't really enjoy. Yeah. Not yeah. really getting much enjoyment out of it. Um, yeah. certainly nowhere near the enjoyment of uh, yeah. you telling that them, extra. Hey, if you come with an extra six hundred thousand dollars in the last ten yeah. years you're working on yeah. it gives you the ability yeah. to go on three overseas holidays. Um yeah. Yeah, you know, every two years, uh, for yeah. example, and and do yeah. that in per- perpetuity. Yeah. So that's a cost. Um, yeah. Look, I've mentioned here the other cost is 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 your fortitude that you are doing the right thing when markets drop. Yeah. So yeah, for for our clients that have made this move from the balance fund, for example, into the higher growth fund, at the bottom, at the bottom so far when the markets had dropped by thirty seven percent. Yeah. Two weeks ago, they were down thirty-seven percent on their yeah. on, on on their five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, uh, the people that left their money in the balance fund were down only twenty-five percent because seventy uh, percent of their balance was falling. Thirty uh, yeah. percent wasn't falling. So yeah. there's there's fortitude here. Um, yeah. However, Dallas, we've discussed this. Look, we we find that our clients are more because they've got a plan in place and because they yeah. are working towards the 1.5, $1.6 million and because yeah. they understand why that yeah. what we call lazy money has been moved into high growth money yeah. because they understand all those inputs and levers. Um, yeah. I like the word, you know, it's, yeah. it's just another lever, lever to pull yeah. because they yeah. understand the levers that need to be pulled. Um, yeah. they, it's, they, it's much they, easier to stick to that. It's much easier to stick to the plan at yeah. that point in time. So, and, and I think, and that's, that's a, it's it's we I mean we literally talked about this on a podcast the other day about thinking of that as a as a fee versus a fine. People understand and, and we just talked about this in the last one as well, is that most people understand that there's no free lunch. You you don't get something for nothing. So that mm. is the cost the cost that you have to pay to get that extra return is that you are going to see more short term volatility. And that's that's the price or the cost that you have to pay is to have that fortitude to just stick to the plan to, to see that through when the markets are dropping. And that's, that's, I guess, uh, uh, the, the way to think of it is that for our clients, they know why they're paying that cost. They know why they mm. have to have to go through that volatility. It's not, it's not just some black box of something that's happening behind the scenes and they don't understand it. They know exactly why they have to go through that. And so I think it, you're right. It's, it's easy to have that fortitude and to, and to stick that out. Look, I think it's. A, I love the analogy that you use. It's a. It's a fee, not a fine. So, so. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, I can't. I can't state this for fact, but I would be believing that our clients think of this market volatility as the fee. 
Yeah. Whereas people that don't have a strategy in place, don't have a plan in place, they see yeah. this as a fine. Yeah, yeah. they've um, done something wrong. Or they've they done something have, wrong. Shouldn't have done this. Or, yeah. yeah. Or um, you know, yeah. this is China's fault, or it's Trump's <laughs> yeah. fault, or it's, it's yeah. It's, yeah. You know, it's America's fault, or it's China's yeah. fault. It's like it's yeah. it's 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 one of those things that yeah. um they yeah. they don't understand why it's happened, yeah. and, and and it feels and it feels out of your control, and it feels mm. you know, it is a very different experience to something where you get this is a choice that i've made this is this is something that i know i have to get through to get to an end result that i want mm. yeah yeah um, so uh i guess that's all i had to say today yeah. on um on that yeah i, th- I think that's a, a, a pretty good place to wrap up there is that like you said at the very start what we're really talking about here is the benefit of having a plan none, none of what we've spoken about here is very convoluted it's not very I mean, it, it may be, like we said, it's something that we do day in, day out. So it's it's just a, a very standard thing for us. None of this is, is rocket science. You know, it's it's not that complicated. It's really just about going, where do we need to end up? What sort of plan do we need to have in place so that we so that we can make that happen? And then it's really just a matter of paying the financial cost of being able to put aside that money every year uh, do the right things um, in order to save that tax and, and to build up that super balance to pay that financial cost. And then also that emotional cost, the ability to to have the discipline and have the fortitude to just go, this is the plan. This is where I'm heading to. And I'm going to stick to that plan for the next 10 years. Yeah. Look, um, that's, that's spot on. And I think, yeah, great place to wrap up for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Lighthouse Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.